you know, with the right people around you and the right support, you will be able to get through it. And I think we are all living proof that we are all survivors. Hey podcast, this is episode number 19. This week we're going back to the mental health theme with another athletes and mental health episode. Today on the show, I'm speaking with a former London Star High School athlete, a former Guelph Griffins wide receiver, and a mental health advocate, Noah Johns, as well as another mental health advocate and Western Mustangs lacrosse player, Aaron Ward. How are you guys doing today? I'm pretty good. Good, how are you, Alex? Good, good, good. Uh, so I just wanted to start off with you, Noah. Where does your athletic story start, and when did football become a focal point in your life? Uh, so football really became, you know, part of my athletic story when I was about six or seven. My parents put me into the London Minor Football Association. Uh, it's a league specialized specialized for elementary school kids or kids in that age group. Um, and then ever since then, just football has been, you know, that that thing that takes me away from reality and, uh, you know, lets all the stress and anger out from that. And how about you, Aaron? Where does your story start? Uh, when I was about like three, my parents put me in lacrosse and hockey. So, and I had older siblings that played too. So I just kind of grew up with the rank, was always around there. was always playing sports there too. So it just kind of became an escape for me, like a happy place. Like just always been part of my life. Now, you're both in second year, both almost halfway through your university careers, but still a little fresh on the scene. What was the biggest difference for you two coming into university as an athlete compared to in high school? Uh, for me, it was definitely like going into high school, I had a spot right away starting. I was just like kind of a star player there. Then coming into university, you're just kind of like a little fish in a big pond. There's a bunch of other t like talented players, good players, so just not as dominant as I used to be, so it's a big culture shock. Uh, for me, it'd probably be similar to university and high school because I'm, uh, before ending elementary school, I moved to Windsor. Uh, so I wasn't really, I didn't really know that many people entering high school. So it's kind of the same situation when entering university and high school. But for high school, it's just a certain select few of uh, all-stars in high school in each uh, section of London and then in university all the all-stars just go to one university from the states and from Canada and that's what makes it so much harder to compete. Now in terms of mental health and sports where did things start to take a turn for the two of you? Um, I think just when it got so stressful where you know, people were expecting the best from you because, you know, you're at a higher level now. Uh, I think that, you know, just the toughness levels and the strength levels, the expectations are just through the roof and everybody expects, you know, top notch or else you're not worth it or you're not going to be there anymore. Uh, kind of along the same lines what Noah said for me, though, like when I started playing junior lacrosse, it wasn't as much with the love of the game anymore. I'm just going out there I, to play what I loved. I had to go out there and just like be good every single night or else I might not be on the team anymore or might get scratched or something. So definitely adds confidence issues. In the beginning with your journey with mental health, uh, did you ever feel like you wanted to reach out but felt like you'd be judged 
for me, I felt just because football is such a such a hard hitting sport, and even the coaches when they when you're down on the ground, they told they tell you to get up, right? But it some people need that helping hand, or some people need that that second or that minute or that day to stand back up. So that's what made it so tough for me is that when you're struggling with this mental health, it, it takes a while to get better and it doesn't get better right away. Yeah, basically what Noah said, like, it's, I've always been taught when I get ahead in sport, I gotta get up right away. So like whenever I had like something going on in my head, I didn't want to bring it up. I wasn't supposed to say when I was hurt either, like physically. So why did I say if I'm hurt mentally? I just want to try and battle it myself and be the best I can be without help. Do collision sports like football and lacrosse that are considered macho, in a sense, have a good or a bad culture when we start to talk about things like depression or anxiety? Personally, um, with those collision sports, I feel like it has a bad culture. Uh, like, as I said before, it's, you know, you're taught to get up no matter what, no matter how much it hurts. Um, but there is some times when coaches will be there for you and they're doors are always open and then you can talk to them and those those resources are always there and if they really care about you they're going to be for you and they're going to help you when they when they need it yeah like i agree with noah it's like there's bad culture around a lot of people don't like really know about it and like it's pretty like pushed under the rug in collision sports you're supposed to be this tough guy but there always is those options there like through coaches and stuff but a lot of times they just don't presented to you because they like to try and brush issues like that under the rug. Can you take me to your lowest moment, Noah? Uh, my lowest moment was probably um, a couple of years ago. Uh, so there's there's just times when I just, I felt worthless. I felt depressed. I didn't feel like I had anybody, even though there was people in front of me. Um, but there's just nights where I just, I drank, I literally drank in my room. Uh, I didn't tell anybody about it, but I just, I drank, I got myself drunk. There's been times when I just threw up on the floor and then woke up to puke on my floor and had to clean it up when I was sober enough. Uh, there's been times when almost mental health has taken my life and, um, that it's, it's tough going through that, but you know, with the right people around you and the right support, you will be able to get through it. And I think we are all living proof that we are all survivors. Who or what was there for you during those times when you felt uh, down and out? It was hard for me to see the people around me, but there were people, uh, my friends, my family. There's been teachers that I still talk to to this day, elementary school teachers and high school teachers. Uh, they, they just reach out, even if they know I'm doing well, they just reach out and say, hey, are you doing okay? hey, you know, do you want to grab lunch? Because, like, it's just the small things in life that really matter. And, you know, just giving somebody a smile can really make an impact on somebody else's day. And that's what, you know, the people around me did for me. How about you, Aaron? Uh, for me, I always have, like, my family's been great. They've always been there for me. I've had very close friends there for me. But I've started to use those. But in the past, I've just always, like, used lacrosse as an outlet. So I didn't want to, like, talk to people. I just use lacrosse and do that to forget about things, but I've had tons of support around me. Now, I really want to talk about the video that was posted by you, Noah. What made you want to create that? 
Um, so back in December, uh, we, I, me and uh, my friend Bernie Porter, we had this idea to um, create an event that we had people come out and speak about their stories and their struggles with mental health. And we also had a couple singers, the acapella group uh, came from Western and they sang. Um, but we just had these people speak out. And then after that event, you know, like we thought, why can't we do more? And then this is when I went kind of solo on this mission to, for Bellet's Talk Day, I usually post something, a paragraph for a story, just to try to make an impact on somebody else's day. But then I had this idea to create a video for this year's Bellet's Talk Day, um, and then have people from all over Ontario speak about their stories, and then just see how, you know, how it would turn out. What kind of reception did you get after the video was made public? Did a lot of people reach out to you? Tons of people reached out to me. Um, I think that was the biggest thing because the biggest thing was we just, even though it got tons of likes and comments, it, it, all that mattered was the amount of views because we wanted people to see, you know, that they weren't alone. Um, because even if it only helped 100 people out of the 16,000 that saw it, that's still, you know, we did, we know that we did our jobs and that we helped somebody. Aaron, did anyone on your team or in your communities reach out to you uh, about your story after the video was posted? I had tons of people reach out to me after, like people I haven't heard from in years or people I don't even know. They just like DM me or text me or something just say like how proud they were and how like powerful the video was. Just like how much it makes an impact on their lives too, seeing other people be able to talk about their stories. Now, I ask this question uh, to a lot of athletes that come on the show, and I think for your stories, it's important to ask again for all the listeners out there who are experiencing the same struggles as you two have experienced already. So here's a scenario for you. If there's an incoming first-year student-athlete on the team who may be struggling with mental illness but feels like they may be alienated so they don't want to open up, what would you say to this person if you are, if they are listening right now? I'd probably just, you, just know that you, you aren't alone in this battle. Um, the people that want to be there for you are going to be there for you because because they love you and they care about you so much. So even you know, it, it doesn't lessen your any of your strength traits just for asking for help. Uh, because there's so many resources on campus and outside of campus too, and your friends and family are more welcome to help you out. Yeah, I've, I used to be kind of scared of doing that, like being alienated about opening up, but once I did, I realized like, I've gotten a lot closer to people, I've become happier. People have, like, people have been so supportive and come out trying to help, and, there's, and you realize so many more resources too once you open up, and it just helps you out immensely, and it helps people around you as well. What exactly are each of your professional and personal goals moving forward? And how do you think your mental health would impact those goals? Uh, for me, currently I'm just trying to get a degree and play lacrosse as long as I can, but not really sure job-wise what I'm looking for after. Just something I'd enjoy, but we're both kind of thinking about trying to go a bit further with like mental health and just like making it less of a stigma. So just looking into different ideas we could do to bring it to light and just kind of end the stigma. Yeah, going off what Aaron said, I, I want to finish school and then we just want to keep this, this uh, 
non-stigma going, right? Because, you know, we've done this, we did it in December. We're going to, we did it the Bellets Talk Day, but we just want to keep rolling. We don't want this to be only one day that we talk about this because that's, that's not helping anybody because, you know, just people post one Instagram story and they think it's going to make a difference. But, you know, that's one day of the year. You know, we got to help people every single day, no matter what it is. That's awesome. Is there anything else you'd like to add today, guys? Just keep your head up. Uh, there's always help out there. Yeah, what Aaron said, just keep your head up, keep smiling, and just keep doing what you love and surround yourself with positivity and happiness. Noah and Aaron, thank you so much for your time today. This has been another great conversation with you, and uh, I wish you both well in the future. Thank you. Thank you for having us. As always, thank you all as well to my listeners for tuning in to Alex McComb Big and Awkward today. See you all next time. Gotta sleep late nights. Ayy, lot of sleepless nights. I've been on my ground for a minute. When your time has no limit, you gon' shine. Lot of sleepless nights. Hey, if you like this episode, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, Pinterest. No matter what social media platform, I'm there. And if you, the listener, have any topics that you want discussed on the show, and or if you want to be on the podcast, just like all of my other past guests, just message me anywhere, DM me, text me, call me, and I'd love to hear your story. I'm out.